Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here on this Wednesday morning. Uh, This show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results and headlines from the day prior before diving into today's betting slate. Now, apologies if I do sound a little bit sick today, uh, fighting a little bit of a head cold this morning, but feeling I can't even say I'm feeling good after opening night because I'm a Lakers fan but we're going to recap some of the NBA stuff from last night as well as our betting plays from yesterday and then we're going to dive into the full slate of NBA games that we have on today there's a couple NHL games to mix in as well and a full EPL slate so loaded card today of possible bets that we are going to talk about and so that's a great time to talk about our sponsor bet 99 because Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, and Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. The mobile app can be downloaded from the home page of the website. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free, with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know that your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account today. Use code SHOOTERS to get started, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And most importantly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, please contact Connex Ontario at one 866 5312600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. So, let's recap Tuesday. It was a 2 and 3 day for the show. Could have been a lot better of a day, but we had a couple of meltdowns by some of our squads. So, let's start with the uh, Norwich City versus Luton Town bet that we had the both teams to score at minus 120 because Luton Town picks up the 1-0 result, but Norwich dominated until they took our second half red card. They really should have potted some chances earlier in the game. Should have been a relatively easy cash on this play, but unfortunately they let us down. We also had Crystal Palace Moneyline yesterday at plus 125, and this one looked to be in trouble, especially when Wolves led 1-0 at halftime. But as we said on the show yesterday, if Palace could figure out a way to get two or more goals, I felt like Wolves would really struggle to stay in this one. And so Palace, they get two second-half goals. One from Wilfred Zaha late, and they're able to cash that bet. Now, Nashville Moneyline versus the Kings, they led uh, by a couple goals heading into the third period. In fact, they led by two with seven minutes to go, but then they give up a couple goals and then go to, to a shootout where they ended up losing the game. So that was a tough miss on the Nashville side. Now, 
There were a couple NBA games last night that we're going to focus on a little bit here before we get into the slate, starting with our thoughts on that Sixers and Celtics game. Now, we did bet Sixers money line versus the Celtics. It was a bit of a riskier bet on opening night, but did feel like they were the better team heading into this game, uh, despite how well uh, Boston looked in the playoffs last year. And we'll just we'll call spade a spade. We were wrong. 126 Two one seventeen was uh, the final in that game. Now, I don't know how many nights moving forward we're going to see both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have 35 points each. They also had some good bench contributions in this game, like Malcolm Brogdon, who they signed in the summer. He had 16. Grant Williams had 15. And all of them shot above 50%. So when everyone is firing on all cylinders, then yes, you're going to look really good on opening night. Now, I still believe Boston's a contender in the Eastern Conference. I'm not going to go as far as to say that they're not. But I do think that Philadelphia, we did see some promising signs in this game, especially from James Harden. He had 35-8-7 on opening night. We may see uh, Harden like he played in Houston, which we haven't seen for a number of years. And then you had Embiid had a double-double. You had Maxi with over 20 points. You had Tobias Harris with 18. They just need to figure out this bench a little bit more. If they can figure out a way to mix in Montrez Harrell, mix in DeAndre Melton, uh, even Daniel House, there is some bench contributions that can be had there, and I still like Philadelphia moving forward. We also have to talk about the fact that maybe this is just a bad matchup, and when it comes to the Eastern Conference this year, especially come playoff time, that's going to matter who you get to match up against. So if the Sixers avoid the Celtics, they could go all the way to the finals. But if they do match up with this Celtics team, then it might just be a bad matchup for them. Then you had Golden State minus six versus the Lakers, my LA Lakers. And let's face it, I picked, uh, (laughs) I ended up picking Golden State to win the game. And they didn't even look great and still won this game. It was 123 to 109. Still wasn't a great shooting performance for the Warriors on opening night. Uh, They did finish with 16 threes, but they really struggled in the first half. And once they caught their shooting form, then they pulled away. So Steph, he finished with 33, 7, and 6. Andrew Wiggins had 20 points as well. So he did well on opening night. But this Lakers team from downtown, they were 10 of 40. This is where they're going to struggle for the majority of the year, I think, is this three-point shooting. Um, But... The three stars, and I called them two stars yesterday, looked pretty good. Uh, LeBron was 31, 14, and 8. Anthony Davis had a double-double. And Russell Westbrook had 19 points and 11 rebounds. He, he wasn't exactly poor, but what is poor is this roster. It's a very poorly constructed one at that. Uh, they thought that bringing in Lonnie Walker would be enough uh, and Patrick Beverly to make this a good team. And it's just not when you look at who they have coming off the bench. Kendrick Nunn, it's nice to see him back after a year off, but he didn't look like Miami Kendrick Nunn on opening night. You've got Austin Reeves. You've got Matt Ryan, not the Colts quarterback, but he might as well be. And then Juan Toscano-Anderson as well coming off the bench. So really not a good bench here. They they will get Schroeder back at some point, so hopefully that will help. But this is a very poorly constructed team. Uh, they may need to make a move if possible, Uh, if they're going to have a chance of making the playoffs this year. Now, other results from yesterday, uh, a few NHL results. We had New Jersey beat Anaheim 4-2. Vancouver blew another lead 4-3 in overtime. Uh, Ottawa wins 7-5. Philly wins 3-2 over Tampa. Uh, The Islanders won 5-2 over San Jose. 
Calgary three to two over Vegas and Buffalo four to two over uh, the Edmonton Oilers. So with that, let's get into today's betting slate. Uh, there is a lot of plays out there that can be had. We're going to start with the five English Premier League games that are on the slate for today. We do have Bournemouth, who are plus 175 versus Southampton. Now, Bournemouth, they sit 11th in the table, but they haven't dropped a match in their last five games. They've been playing some great football. And then Southampton, they just drew but had lost their last four matches prior to that. This, to me, is a stay-away game. I don't love either team. And I don't really know where to go with this one. I think if you're going to go anywhere, it's probably Bournemouth Moneyline at plus 175, but not going to be an official show play today. Then you got Brentford plus 375 versus Chelsea at minus 132. And Brentford, they're coming off a nice win uh, on the weekend. And then they have had results in three of their last five games. And Chelsea, they're winners of four straight league games. So ever since firing their manager, they've really found their form in the league. You got Liverpool versus West Ham. Liverpool's coming off that Manchester City win, and now they sit eighth in the table, whereas West Ham, they're 13th, but they have gotten points from their last three matches. So they're playing some better football as well because just a couple weeks ago, they were at the bottom of the table. Newcastle, they're minus 150 versus Everton at plus 466. Now, Newcastle with three draws and two wins in their last five matches. They're all the way up to sixth place in the table, whereas Everton, they're sitting in 14th and losers of two straight games. So not a great, uh, it's not a great matchup overall, but I can't get myself to bet on Newcastle today as much as I like them. They've moved even to minus 158 now, so it's a bit too juiced for me to want to go and take a straight up money line. Then you've got Manchester United today. They are plus 145, taking on Tottenham at plus 190. United had a gross nil-nil draw in their last game, but they have won three of their last four games prior to that, whereas Tottenham are winners of two in a row and four of their last five. This is definitely the match of the day. You should tune in if you can, and that one kicks off at 3.15 Eastern time. Then NHL-wise, we got three games happening tonight. Philadelphia versus Florida, and Florida comes in at minus 270. Uh, it looks like Sandstrom is going for Philadelphia. No Connor Hart, or Carter Hart, sorry, after uh, they had just played. And so the over-under here is sitting at seven. I never like taking a seven line, but you can take the under there at minus 128 if you feel like it. Then you got Winnipeg versus Colorado. Uh, Winnipeg, they're plus 183, taking on Colorado at minus 220. Uh, it looks like Hellebuck and Grigorov are going in this game and the over-under sitting at 6.5. And, and then you've got St. Louis there, minus 140, taking on the Seattle Kraken at plus 120. The over-under here is sitting at 6. The over is minus 123 right now over at bet 99 and the goalies going tonight. It looks like Bennington and Grubauer. So you get both starters in this game. And then, as I said, it's a loaded NBA game today, and we're going to see a lot of debuts for some players tonight. You got Washington minus two taking on Indiana. Uh, as far as who's kind of the player to watch, that's maybe new to a team. I would say tonight, you definitely want to keep an eye on Benedict Matherin, uh, the rookie out of Arizona. He's one that you want to tune into He's one that I like as a dark horse to potentially win rookie of the year because he's going to have plenty of opportunity on that Pacers team. Then you've got Orlando. They are plus three and a half versus Detroit today. 
Uh, Detroit money line, you can get it at minus 145. But we do get to see a couple rookies today. Jaden Ivey going for the Pistons. And then on the Orlando side, you get to see Paolo Bancaro. So going to be an exciting one there. You got Cleveland versus Toronto. And this game is going to be all about, yes, it may be a home opener for the Raptors. But we get to see Donovan Mitchell in a Cleveland Cavaliers uniform. Uh, Raptors are minus two and a half tonight. I was a little bit shocked there. Thought it might be closer to a pick em. But Cleveland with Evan Mobley heading into year two and Donovan Mitchell now on the team. This is a scary good Cleveland roster. You got Chicago versus Miami. This is kind of just a veteran matchup. You get DeRozan and Levine going up against Bam and Tyler Hero and, and Jimmy Butler over there in Miami. Looks like no Lonzo Ball for this foreseeable future. So we'll see how Chicago's defense holds up against a quality team on opening night. You got New Orleans versus Brooklyn. Brooklyn are minus three. The return of Zion Williamson and Ben Simmons in this game. Uh, Zion's trimmed down quite a bit. I know people love to poke fun at his weight, but he does look like he's in shape and ready to go in Ben Simmons. He's a, let's call him what he is. He's one of the best perimeter defenders in the game. He's a great passer. We'll just see if he can get his shot going at some point or if he even necessarily needs to, if he can just rely on stuff in the post. Then you've got Houston and Atlanta. Houston, they've got Jabari Smith tonight, so he makes his rookie debut. And then on the Atlanta side, the Hawks get DeJounte Murray. He makes his debut for them tonight. You got the Knicks versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies are minus five and a half. Knicks debut for Jalen Brunson. Uh, he was their big offseason acquisition. We'll see if he can live up to that contract after he did have a phenomenal playoff run with the Dallas Mavericks last year. Oklahoma City, they're taking on Minnesota, and the Timberwolves are minus 11 now versus OKC. Now, OKC, there's no Chet Holmgren for the year, so no real exciting rookie to keep an eye on there. Maybe Josh Giddy in his second year, see how he performs. And then on the Minnesota side, Rudy Gobert makes his debut for the Minnesota Timberwolves, so we'll see if they can cover that double-digit spread on opening night. Charlotte, they are minus one and a half versus the Spurs today. I don't love it at all. I really don't understand why they are favored here. But uh, the Spurs, Jeremy Sochan, he makes his debut for Charlotte. No LaMelo ball, no Miles Bridges for the foreseeable future. So this is truly a pick em on opening night for two bad teams in the association. Then you got Denver minus seven and a half taking on Utah. Now, Utah, they get the debut of Colin Sexton tonight. He came over in that Donovan Mitchell deal. And then on the Denver side, the return of Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. into the lineup. We'll see how Denver looks. They do have the back-to-back -back MVP as well in Nikola Jokic. And so let's see how Denver fares against a pretty bad Utah side on opening night. Then you got Portland versus Sacramento. The Kings are minus two to open things up. Should have Damian Lillard back for Portland tonight. And Keegan Murray is the rookie to watch in Sacramento, where Shaden Sharp is the rookie to keep an eye on in Portland for their opener. And then to cap things off tonight, it is a rematch of uh, Dallas and Phoenix from the playoffs a year ago. Uh, Dallas surprisingly blew them out in a game seven. And so then they went out and added Christian Wood from Houston. Sounds like he's going to come off the bench. And we'll see how he fits in with Luca, who's the MVP favorite, taking on Phoenix. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, the same cast and crew 
that went to the finals just a couple seasons ago and was the number one seed in the Western Conference last year. So as I said, lots of games to bet on tonight. So where are we as a show going with our wagers for tonight? Well, we have five games that we like overall, and so we're going to dive into each and every one of them, starting with two EPL bets that we like for today. And these ones are going to kick off around lunchtime today, depending where you're at in Canada. If you're out on the East Coast, it's closer to the afternoon. But let's start with Brentford double chance versus Chelsea at minus 105. And if you're a regular listener to the show, I'm sure you're going to think, wow, you're really going down the double chance road against Chelsea once again. And I really do believe in this Brentford side to go and get a result today. Uh, Chelsea eventually are going to stop dropping points. Uh, They're not going to win every single game moving forward. And I think this is one of those games where they maybe are overlooking a team like Brentford. They do have a big game on the weekend. So that's why I think that this is a letdown spot for them because they might overlook this team a little bit knowing that they're heading into a major matchup with Manchester United at Stamford Bridge. So they get a midweek game versus Brentford. Brentford, they uh, tend to play up to their opponents. You know, last year we saw them knock off Arsenal. Already this year, they've taken points off Brighton and they blew out Manchester United. So they definitely know that they can compete against these top clubs. And yes, Chelsea are playing much better under the new manager. But I just think this is a big letdown spot for Brentford to go and get a point, if not all three. So at minus 105, I love the double chance. I'm also going to roll with Manchester United money line at plus 145. And I tell myself all the time not to bet on my own team, but I see that plus money value at home against a Tottenham team that while I feel they're superior, that I think United has a chance to take a result here. So I'm going to take the money line today. I uh, I, th- I think this is a winner loss game for United. I don't think that we're going to see a draw here. I think it's a situation where they're either going to show up or they're going to get manhandled. And I would rather be on the plus 145 for this one. Now, in March of last year, United did win 3-2 to two against Spurs. So they do know that they can beat this team. Uh, I am anticipating that Spurs will probably have majority possession. But United can take their chances. And, and as I said, it's a homer pick. So that's why I'm rolling with United today. Then I like the Jets and Avalanche over six tonight at minus 150. As I said earlier, it is six and a half as the line, but we're buying the half a goal just to get to that six number. I feel a lot more comfortable betting it because of just who they have in net. So Hellebuck, he's a relatively good goalie. Georgiev, I don't know if he's really that good. I think he may be the starter moving forward for Colorado, but that could obviously change. And so I'm anticipating that Colorado, they're going to go out and net three or four goals at minimum at home, meaning that the Jets just need to come through with a couple of their own. And so knowing that four to two is a possibility, I would rather buy that half a goal and make sure that we get the push. But I think it's more likely that we see five to two, five to three here. And so I'm going to take the over six. Then Cleveland money line tonight against the Raptors. I'm the worst Canadian. I always bet against the Raptors. But I really do like Cleveland money line tonight against this Raptors team because there's a lot of things going in Cleveland's favor. And it is tough to bet on early basketball. But when you bring in a guy like Donovan Mitchell to contend in the Eastern Conference, you also have the added motivation of Evan Mobley maybe wants some revenge for losing rookie of the year to Scotty Barnes. Let's face it, if he didn't miss a number of games in the year, he was the best rookie last year. And so he's going to want to come in, make a statement in his second season. They've got Darius Garland. They've got Jared Allen. It's a very good team. Top five roster in the Eastern Conference for sure. 
And I actually think that the Raptors are going to slump. If you listened in yesterday, I took the under on their season win total. And so I think both will ring true in the opener and Cleveland will pocket the money line at plus 115. And then the final game we're rolling with, we're betting on the snoozer of the day. We're betting on San Antonio money line versus Charlotte at plus 100. As I said, no LaMelo ball, no Miles Bridges, and this is a healthy Spurs team. It's not a good Spurs team, but it's a healthy one. And so this roster, they're not going to win a lot of games, but they are at home to open up the season. They're playing a hobbled Hornets side who are not very deep. And so I like the upset spot here for Pop and company to get an early win in the season, build a little bit of confidence for these young guys, whether it's Josh Primo or Jakob Pertl or whoever else on this team. I think there is a little bit of talent here and the Spurs can take advantage with a plus 100 victory on opening night. This may be my only chance to bet the Spurs all year, so I am going to take it for this opening night game. But really appreciate everyone who tunes into our live show every day. Go check out the podcast audio version of the show. It usually gets released a couple hours after this. And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. To talk about Thursday night football, it's not a great Thursday nighter once again this year, but we will be talking about it. Some more NBA, some more NHL, and a lot more. And we'll see you tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.